What up, PokeFam? It's Ryan, Jacob, SRQ Hi. PokeVets. We're recording way behind schedule, but it's all good because we're we, adults and yeah. Do we even have a schedule at this point? Let's be honest. What's a schedule? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because I have been traveling for Army and you have been like sick like a motherfucker the last little while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've been missing since like before Toronto, and we're sorry for everyone who went to Toronto. Although I will shout out our boy, uh, local Connor Wolf for day twoing top sixty four. But uh, we are not gonna go into that because I am tired of that format, and I really just want to get to LAIC. Yeah. Um. Although before that, we have we fi- we got our shiny set for this uh. I guess this half of the uh, of the Scarlet and Violet era, because they do like two shiny sets an era at this point. Yeah, and again, Pokemon's lazy with their name. Correct. <laughs> this is absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, because we have uh, in English, because Ryan wants to be a stickler, uh, Paul Dan Fates. Great, great name, guys. Good job. And, yeah, uh, I'm actually like very pleasantly surprised with the cards we've gotten so far, because a lot of them are very playable. Like we've gotten we've gotten Squawkabilly EX, we've gotten Bax, we got Halucha, Mimikyu, the good one, uh, Guardi, Mew EX, uh, Pidgeot EX. Like we we're we're doing pretty well so far for this set. Yeah, and uh. Obviously, it is announced uh, for, uh, I think it's in January of this year. Yeah, January. Or of, <clears throat> of next year. Yeah, January of this year, so we're uh, a little behind. It says, yeah. uh, as previously reported, Peldan Fates product will have staggered release on January 26th, February 9th, and February 23rd. Different products will release every two weeks. Yeah, let's just let's just hope they don't do what they did for uh uh God, what my why was the set literally just uh Hidden Fate, Shiny Fate, oh, Crown Zena, Trump Crown Zena. <laughs> where like they released it like several months after it was like initially out. Yeah. Like every two weeks is fine, but like mass dump it, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But uh yeah, I know that was very quick into the down and dirty, but we got a we got an IC to talk about with a uh, paradox rift is finally legal. Yeah, I mean, I it's every three months or so we we get into this debate about how the format's going to change and everything, and how we get tired of it at specific times and everything like that. It's just. When the format plays the same exact deck over and over, and that's all you see in top, is it just crazy. <clears throat> this top eight for LAIC, I mean, granted we have three Gardevoirs in it, but there's a lot more variety in this, especially one of the decks that you just did not expect to be in top eight. Yeah. I mean, um... But yeah, it, it it was a crazy, crazy weekend to watch on stream. Uh, oh, it was so! Oh, some of these games on stream were so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess we just uh, hop right into it. Uh, yeah. 
LAIC, Sao Paulo, Brazil, 1,263 players, bow styles to Paradox Rift, won by a Mr. Juho Kalama from Finland with a... a, a, Okay, I expect this to happen, not this soon. Uh, Miraidon. Yeah. Uh, We'll go over the lists because this is slightly different from JW who won Toronto. I mean, okay, let me phrase it. It's mostly the same with a few exceptions. Uh, three Miraidon, two Raikou, two Marie, two Flaffy, one Iron Hands. Th- this card is good. Don't let people fool you. This card is good. Uh, one Raichu, one Zapdos, one Zeraora, <laughs> the Free Retreat one, one Mew EX, one Squawk, four Research, three Ayano, three Boss, one Arvin, four Gen, four Ultra Ball, two Cart, two Rope, one Nest Ball, one Super Rod, one Lost Vacuum, two Charm, one Forest Seal, two Path, 13 Lightning, and a DTE. Now, uh, myself and Brandon have been playing this deck for a while, and with Iron Hands, me and him have almost exactly the same list. Looking at this list, and I might try this tomorrow at our locals, and I def. By the way, spoiler alert, this is why I'm playing this weekend, Ryan, if you didn't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I had... So, Iron Hands... In all honesty, I think Maridon is the best deck for Iron Hands, even more than Chan Pao. That's my personal opinion. Um, and the fact that you uh, DTE, like, I think we saw this on stream for it was one of the later rounds. I don't remember which one exactly. Ryan, you might remember. Uh, like what the Maridon player got Iron Hands to at least do arm press turn one, going second. I don't remember that round. I I don't remember exactly, but I just remember the Iron Hands player got two lightning, uh, two lightning on and something else, and or no, yeah, two lightning on and something else, and was able to arm press for a knockout and then amp you very much the next turn. I know the first amp you very much on stream was Azul. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. Ryan, like you've also played Iron Hands for a while. Like, it, I think, I think, I think Azul was partially right. It's not mid, but it's also not broken, like your heart was saying. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very good card. It's just it's your matchups are very dependent, like if you're gonna play it or not. So, I mean, I mean you you play it against what Guardi, Lost Box, and that's. Kinda? Well, Lugia, and that's about it? Yep. Anything else you try to get that, you try to keep that shit away, or you try to do some cheeky stuff and get a get a knockout later on? Yeah, I mean, if you're playing uh, the Future Capsule with the Free Retreat and everything... Hi, I'm one, uh, I was one of those psychopaths. Then <clears throat> it's, it's a lot easier to sit there and retreat Iron Hands if you have to start them or whatever like that, but... Um, I know a lot of people are against it, even though it does an extra 20 for your attack. But Yeah, so as someone who was one of those psychos, I have learned, yes, the capsule is very helpful, but it's not needed. Yeah, you, you definitely need to <clears throat> make room for other it, cards in your deck. Exactly, especially for someone like me who refuses to stop running Drapion because I think... Uh, I still like respect Mew probably way too much than I should. Uh, but like looking over Juho's like 
match history. Uh, he did not play Mew once the entire tournament. Uh, well, we we also have one, two, three, four, five unknowns. Okay, but Mew is also a well-known deck that it would probably. Oh well, yeah, maybe yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, also the DTE tech, which is something I have been questioning for a while. I think probably it is worth it. I played it more online. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> I want but, you to uh, say uh, Juho's tenth uh, round name. Tenth round. Oh, uh, oh, this guy. Say say I, that ten times. I, I remember seeing him. Wasn't on he on stream? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, because someone was like, "That's why," because you have like ten names, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my lord!" Yes, Wellington, Luis, Lin, Zuby, Philho. <laughs> oh my, this this man's. But uh, yeah. Also, uh, I think uh, but that's the winning lesson right on. In second place, uh, American Noah Sawyer with a uh, Valiant Entei. I refuse to call it the other thing. Kibbles and bits. No, Valiant Entei. Um, but uh, it, yeah, Entei Iron Valiant. Four Entei, four Iron Valiant, one Radiant Zard, one Metacham, one Squawk, four Research, three Colrus, two Boss, four Pass, or four VIP Pass, two Cards, four Rope, four Switch, three Nest Ball, one Vessel, one Vacuum. Two future booster energy capsules. Say that four times fast. Two, two forest sealstone. One bravery charm. One technical machine de-evolution. Four magma basin. Five energy. Two DTE. Two jet. Uh, so this is just. I'm gonna run every single switch option possible. That deck. Basically. Um. Yeah. Uh, Iron Valiant. Good card. Yeah. I, I did not expect this deck to do as well this early, like, at all. When I saw people like, oh my god, Iron Valiant's playing, and I was like, okay. Like, I understand the ability, but are people actually playing the two Psychic in their deck for to attack? And lo and behold, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Psych? Straight up Firebox. Yeah. Uh, I know, going into this tournament, some people were doing the uh, Urshifu Iron Valiant deck, and at least according to like Pokey stats in day two, that deck was nowhere to be seen. Like, yeah, because I mean, if you do, what's the first attack strafe and it lets you switch? Yep. Yeah, I mean that that activates it. So I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, it does. But at the same time, are you really gonna like? It, it's just at the end of the day, you're not doing enough to warrant it. Oh, I know. It just <coughs> it's a uh, it's an option. Yeah, this deck is also like to me a math deck because you have to like, okay, I can do I can switch this many times this turn to do this much damage. Blah blah blah. This is also the deck that like people were like, okay, I cannot uh, not bench more than one. Pokemon going second because I will die otherwise. Yeah, I mean, when you sit there and you play against a um, a Raikou, the most it's doing is two twenty unless they have the Zapdos and then they're doing two thirty. But you have to have a full bench and they have to have a full bench. So like most of the time you're safe unless they're hitting all their generators and everything like that. I mean. If we look at 
if we look at the match on stream for the finals of these two decks, Maridon did won game one, if I remember correctly. Yes, it did. And game two was decided because Entei Iron Valiant misplayed multiple times and draw or drew too many cards or whatever without using switch cards or i i forget the official ruling but it ended up being a match loss and that decided the game so but if i remember correctly he was taking game two so yeah uh i mean that also reminds me of uh uh i think it was like the last round of either day one or was the last one before top cut that was on stream and it was the no it was the kids it was like the the senior match or something and the kid uh attached to the active raikou but di- or no he attached to the the benched iron hands and dynamotored onto the active raikou which technically is wrong but if you literally just it's since it's a board option, and you can confirm yes he played the other lightning from hand, it, it's just a matter of oh just change the one he attached to the dynamoter and the uh, the attach from turn beyond to the Raikou. Yeah, literally. If not, like there's so many times that repairable game states are like in everyone's eyes and it's like oh you know what i don't want to do the work it it's a game loss or it's this it's that you know i feel like, uh, like jimmy's been in your ear uh, well no i still don't know what happened with jimmy he he uh, still has not told me either so i have no idea he uh, told me he would tell me next time i see him so if so i go not, tomorrow so not maybe tomorrow but probably sunday oh yeah he's not going tomorrow forgotten yeah but uh yeah i have no idea either although i mean full disclosure the the judge that he's referring to has a bad rep in the community so yeah because um, like okay so i'll give you an example of what happened there um okay player uh goes before time is has started he goes judge i have 61 cards in my deck i don't know what's going on i might have grabbed one of my opponent's uh cards we might have the same sleeves or something he goes, oh, okay, everyone else start. And I'm like, huh? what? So that... you're going to make his possible opponent start with a 59-card deck, and then you're going to have to issue a game loss to both of them because you just said start. No, no, that's not how this works, bro. I mean, if you also want to get petty, there was the whole thing with Derek, which was very funny. Yeah. Uh, our, our, for context, our local friend Derek Davis. Hi, buddy, if you're listening. Um, we are. It was me and him at a challenge at this at this store, and Derek uh, was playing an older escape rope. I don't remember what set it was, but it was the the pre like change, the pre text change, the pre errata, and uh, the judge saw it and pulled him aside after which and gave him a warning. So this is when anytime you're at a cup, you're at a challenge, it's an official sanctioned event, like, you say, okay, cool, if you know that that call is wrong, 
you say, I want this officially documented on a penalty sheet that is provided by Pokemon in the Pokemon uh, tools and resources uh, on the website. And then you have them write up their report. You take a picture and you put it in a support ticket. If you know that you are 100% right and they are 100% wrong. Yep. Because if I left before Jimmy's situation happened, so... <clears throat> yeah, it's like we said, it is a whole situation. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it. Do you want to hear it, another really crazy story? I think I don't know if I told you this. I don't think I've said on the podcast. What? So our local player, uh, Adam, uh, who we've had words with offline, that's a side the point. Uh, he was telling this. So this was at Orlando last year. Okay. Uh, his his little girl Ella. Uh, this is important. Was playing a like I think it was a Palkia Alolan Volpix deck from her currently, and she accidentally double supporters during one of her turns. Um, so they don't real. So I think she she Melanie and then bossed or vice versa. The order doesn't really matter. Um, but because of this, like she passes, her opponent passes, and then like later on, one of them realizes, hey. You double supported. You know what the judge fucking does? What? So, and, and that's before I tell you, in that scenario, what should happen? I mean, how long did the game go on? It was like, the... I think it was at least two more turns. Um... Like, she, like, she passed, he pa did his actions, he passed, she did her actions, and then either she caught it or he did the next turn. Yeah, well. One of two things happen. It's either an accepted game state or it's uh, if you really can't reverse it, it's an irreversible game state. Right. So, the, well, okay, let me phrase. They definitely shuffled in the time. Okay, then it's an irreversible game state. Yes. So, in that matter, that should be a game loss for Ella and a warning for the opponent, correct? Yeah. The, the judge literally reversed everything, even though hands were shuffled, stuff, several things were put into the discard, prizes were taken, among other things. Well, okay, and now here's the other question. Was the... Were they in Top Cut or anything like that? No, were they Swiss. Were they going to be in um, a situation where they were going to be in Top this was, like, early rounds. Okay. Because, like, if it was near the end and no, and they weren't guaranteed to be in top or anything, that's when a judge can just be like, you know what, we're just going to do this, this, and this. Like, you're not battling for first place, basically, at this point. You're just playing for fun. Yeah, this was early rounds, like, before lunch, if I remember correctly. Then, yeah, it, that should that should have been a judge call. Like I, I'm appealing. No, it this. was a judge. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I'm appealing this. You're not do. You're not touching my deck. Yeah, but, exactly. And but that—that's the thing. Kids, not all kids understand that. Right, and like, because when Adam tells me this, I'm like, that's just wrong. Yeah. And also the and like Adam even asked the judge like, hey, how do you do that? Like what or like how would you be able to do that? He just said, oh, I'm just different. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Sure, buddy. Uh, we can get into this later, but like, bro, some judges need to get off their fucking high horses. Jesus Christ. Literally. 
like, uh, which we'll get, oh, which we'll go over later. By the way, yeah, that that's uh, that's a reason why I'm getting out of the judging. That's fair. But, okay. Anyway, before anyway. we get to that, let's continue. All right. So third place, uh, it's Guardy. Yep, Guardy. Cr one of three. <laughs> I will say I watched this best of three. Uh, game one and game three were painful for Ciara, and I kind of felt bad. Uh, so, Guardy, for those that don't know, uh, is four alts, three Curlia, or four Curlia, three refinement, one Mirage Step. Ah, oh, Jesus. Two Guardy EX, two Shining Arcana, one Scream Tail, for those that don't know, 90 HP, ancient Pokemon. With the attack Roaring Scream, this attack does 20 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon for each damage counter on this Pokemon. Basically, hey, I put a bunch of damage counters on this, I snipe something for free. Yeah, and that's why you play a specific uh, tool that's not in this list. I mean, I don't think, I, I think with how tight this list is, you kind of can't. But I was going to uh, say, uh, I, mean... I was going to say, but also, you know what stops this? What? Manaphy. I mean, you're right. <laughs> uh, one Cresselia, one Zacian, one Radiant Greninja, one Manaphy, one Luminion, three Ayano, one Boss, one Research, one Avery, one Worker, one Two-Row Scenario. That's a good card. I'm actually kind of surprised more people don't play it, especially in Guardi. Four Level, four Ultra, three Fog Crystal, two Candy, two Rod, two Countercatcher, one Nest Ball, one Palpad, one Vacuum, one Artizone, and one Collapse, with ten Psychic and two Reversal. Uh, I mean, Guardi is still Guardi. Like, it got some new toys with Screamtail, Two-Row, and Countercatcher, but, I mean, the game plan is still the same, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I do want to make a... Uh, actually, no. Uh, until we get to that card, I'll, I'll make a comment. Uh, third, fourth place, Gabriel Velasso with uh, Lost Tina, still putting in work. Um, you know, at most... I, w I, I, I told myself I would go over every deck list, so I will. This deck hasn't changed much. Four Comfy, three, three, three Tina line, two Sableye, one Cram, one Greninja, one Manaphy, four Chorus, two Roxanne, one Boss, four v Mirage Gate, four VIP, three Nest, two Super Rot, two Countercatcher, good card, two Switch, Cart, one Switch, one Rope, one Lost Vacuum, one four Seal Stone, three Path, four Jet, four Psychic, three Grass, three Water. Again, this deck really just gained Countercatcher, and uh, Tina's still good. Yeah. That's still very good. <laughs> also, I will acknowledge, even though this is very stupid, the uh, the price according to Limitless is sixty nine sixty nine. Um, but here's something I will make a comment on: the one of four Sealstone. I get it. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, you're uh, when you're playing Lost Tina. No, you you definitely don't want to four Sealstone. You just don't play. You just don't play Forest Steelstone in any Tina deck because if you're playing Arc Tina. Oh, you want it for Starbirth. If you're playing Lost, you want it for Starbirth. William. Like, I, I, I understand the logic, but in practicality, you just don't do it. You know. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I Lost mean, Tina. unless you're doing it to Lost Vacuum it away. I mean, that's the only thing. Okay, okay but... that I th that I understand completely. Yeah. Um, next up, Lost Char Lost Box, uh, Baby Charizard. Four Kofi, two Sableye, two Cram, one Rate Zard, one Roaring Moon, one Manaphy, and one Jirachi. 
four Chorus, two Clara, one Boss, <coughs> Arcan, why I don't know, stop dying. Four Mirage Gate, four VIP Pass, four Nest Ball, four Switch Card, three Escape Rope, two Poke Gear, two Super Rod, two Counter Catcher, one Heavy Ball, one Lost Vacuum, two Court, one Artizone, four Dark, two Psychic, two Fire, and one Jet. Uh, okay, I guess Roaring Moon is just replacing, uh, like, Raikou in, in Lost Box decks from what I've seen. Raikou, Dragonite. Uh, no, I've seen I've seen decks that run uh actually that prefer to keep Dragonite versus Raikou because the Dragonite numbers are more reliable. True. Uh, okay, okay, Ryan, I have another hypothetical for you. Okay. As my fellow judge, because uh a few of our local friends in Tampa got into an argument about uh Jirachi. Okay. 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 So you're in a normal you're in a normal board state. It is Tinglu. And Jirachi in the actives, okay? If Tinglu attacks and knocks out the Jirachi, do you get to place the damage counters? No. Exact. Thank you. Because Zach, I'm I'm sorry to call you out, but dude, this was fucking stupid, was trying to argue that because damage went through and you knocked out, you could put the damage counters as part of the next phase. It's like he got into this like weird layering argument with like kind of like how magic does phases. I'm like it doesn't work that way. Yeah, if it no. worked, if it worked that way, you could knock something out when you knock out with Manaphy. Yep. But yeah, literally, like me, Steve, and Richardson, and Brendan were all yelling at him, like, yeah. "No, it doesn't work that way." And even Cortez told him he was wrong. But uh, yeah, Lost Box is here to stay. Unfortunately, uh, sixth place, Matthew Burris with uh, with, uh with Guardy, nothing. Nothing really to talk about. I don't see anything that's worth talk like nothing too crazy. Uh seventh place, God, this deck is gonna make me want to kill myself when I eventually play against it. This deck has no reason to be in top eight at LAIC in my opinion. Welcome to the era of Snorlax stall. Yeah. Four four Pokemon Go Snorlax so with block. One Mimikyu with safeguard, one Rotom V, one Pidgeot V. Four Arvin, three Ayano, three, three Penny, three Misfortune Sisters, two Erica's Invitations, two Boss, two Avery, one Peonia, one Sydney, one Yakumo, one Silene, one Team Yell Cheer, four Pokegear, four Nest, four Countercatcher, two Cart, two Palpad, one VIP Pass, one Ultra Ball, one Hisuian Heavy Ball, one Echoing Horn, one Super Rod, three Bravery Charm, one Luxurious Cape, one Forest Sealstone, and three Temple of Sinnoh. I, this deck is fucking miserable to play against. Yeah, I mean, and zero energy. Like, it's literally 100% what the name says, Snorlax Stall. It's just a stall deck. That's all it is. The only way you're winning with this deck is if your opponent either scoops to you or if they deck out. Yep, and there, yeah. a, and there is a, a, a mill sub-theme list going around with uh, Crabominable and one water energy. Ridiculous. I know I hate this deck, and I'm not looking. Although I will say, I saw I think uh, it was uh, Kato and Gabriel, the Tina player, who played against each other on stream for top eight. Literally, Gabriel just set up uh, a shred Giratina, and just kept attacking, and Kato could not do anything with it. Yep, which was honestly good. And eighth place, Jeremy Gibson with uh, Guardy. Again, nothing really too crazy to talk about. Next, we get into the higher of every other deck. Ninth place, Fabrizio Inga Silva with uh, 
just Turbo Mew. Not nothing crazy, nothing too too insane. Just just Turbo Mew. And uh, so he barely, bu I think, yeah, he barely bubbled out a top eight. Like there were three ten one fours going into uh, wait, yeah, there were three ten one fours going into top eight, and he was just the one that unfortunately bubbled out. Yeah. Uh, and you may think, like Jacob and Ryan, how the hell did uh a regular Mew that didn't have the spicy tech, which we'll talk about later, get ninth? Well. He played Charizard a resounding twice. Which is uh he played it round six and and his and his win it in in round fifteen against Nick Moffat. His matchups were Maridon, Guardi, Maridon win, Guardi tie, uh Fusion Mew win, uh lost uh lost zone Charizard win, tied with Kato, which makes sense. Win versus Zard, his one loss on the day was Zoro Box. Because, you know, Mighty N is a thing. Yeah. Uh, win, Lost Box, win against Unknown, tie Guardi, tie Lost Box, win, Lost Tina, win, 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 ride on twice, and then win Charizard. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm starting to, I'm convinced, actually, no, I'll, I'll save this meme for later. But uh, Mew has become two memes in the Pokemon community, my friend. Uh, the first one, which I'll, I'll, uh, I will say, is uh, there are three things that are known and that are guaranteed in life: death, taxes, and Mew. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one I'll get to later. Uh, tenth place, uh, Facundo Fascio with a uh, Intellion Urshifu. Honestly, surprised this deck is still around. Uh, it did gain in this in this meta, uh, Professor Turo scenario, and Technical Machine Devolution, which uh, is actually kind of genius because hey, you see that Guardian over there? Hey, hey, how about you're not a Guardian anymore, and how about I kill you next turn? That's literally all it's for. Yep, it is. It is very funny. Yep. What are his matchups? I'm curious. Uh, let's see, unknown, <clears throat> unknown. Oh well. He uh, his losses were to Roaring Moon, which, in all honesty, pretty much is an auto loss for this deck because it can just like one shot your V Maxes yeah. easily. And his other two losses were, ironically enough, to Mew. So, <laughs> so yeah, that'll happen. Eleventh uh, place, Pedro Pertrusi. We see him a lot. With uh, was it, is it the TM? Uh, no. This is just straight up Charizard. Uh with a uh, Charizard Pidgeot. This is not the Entei build. Uh I mean, nothing really to report because you know it is just the Entei build. Although I will say I respect the addition of the justified gloves for the mirror. That's very funny. Yeah. Um uh twelfth place, William Azevedo, literally same sixty. Uh, 14th, Ian Robb. He is the highest uh, Pow hands list. Three Chien Pow, uh, three Frigibacks, two back, two Excalibur, two Two Bibberl, one Iron Hands, one Rain Ninja, one Manaphy, four Irida, one Ayana, one Spear Energy Retrieval, four Crosswitcher. I still think this card's a trap. Four Bell VIP Pass, four Ultra Ball, three Nest Ball, three Rare Candy, two Super Raw, two Earthen Vessel, one Heavy Ball, four Pokestop, another trap. 
uh, eight water and one lightning. Ryan. What? As our resident hands player, convince me that Pokestop is not a fucking trap. It, it's a trap. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I was talking to uh, our our uh, my friend Leah, who was who played both you and Jimmy at that at the cup on Saturday, and she showed us one of her Pokestops, and it was double backs in an Irida. Oh, I know. That yeah, was, it was against, against me, you, wasn't it? <laughs> Heal? I'm just like, bro. This this card this card sucks. I don't know why. Like, I it's why I can never like fully ever commit to playing uh, Chin Pao because I just don't trust Pokestop as a card. Yeah. Like as much as I want to, I just can't. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, is this the one that had it? No, still Turbo Mew. Uh. We had Arceus in 25th, Douglas uh, Myola with... Uh... Douglas. What? Douglas. It's it's Douglas. Douglas. D- whatever. Oh, hey, look, uh, it's it's the deck that uh, Steven tried to convince us was good for uh, Toronto. Or not Toronto, Peoria. Arceus, Giratina, Superior. Yep. Uh... I'll go over it. 4-3 Arceus, 2-2 two, two Bibs, 1-1 one, one, Tina, 1-1 one, one, Superior, 1 Squovit, 1 Muex, 1 Drapion, 4 Judge, 3 Boss, 3 Ayana, 1 Avery, 1 Sharon's Care, 1 Raihan, 4 Nest, 4 Ultra, the good old package, 1 Switch, 1 Rope, 1 Lost Vacuum, 1 Belt, 3 Path, 2 Lost City, 4 Psychic, 4 Grass, and 4 DTE. I mean, this deck can get good matchups. Or oh, it's matchups, hold on. Because I- I'm not convinced this deck is good. Let's see. Uh, Charizard, yep. Unknown, yep. Charizard, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, all its losses were to the decks it deserved to lose to. But, uh, as we continue... Is this it? No. Let's see. More Guardi, more Blocklax, more Maridon, uh, another Urshifu and Talion. Uh, oh, hey, I will, sh- uh, we do have to shout 45th. Yes, because that is our that is our local boy, and he's playing the tech, so we do have to talk about it. It's our okay. local boy, uh, Reagan Retzloff. Congrats, buddy! Uh, great to see you're doing well. Uh, because this had the spicy tech and has the other meme. So, it was four Genesect, three Mew, two V, three Mew V, two Vium V Max, two Judge, two Boss, one Ayano, one Silene, four Ultra Ball, four VIP Pass. Four power tablet, four cram, four lost vacuum, one switch, one escape rope, one nest ball, one feather ball, one level ball, one level ball, one he- swing heavy ball, one super rod, one pal pad, three forest seal, one choice belt, three path, three DTE, two grass, one fusion strike, and then two to a Selgore line. Yeah. Now, now you may be asking, what the fuck is this a Selgore do? Well, uh, is a 90 HP Fusion Strike Pokemon, Grass type, with Ninja Tornado for a Grass and a Double Colorless. 120. If this Pokemon moved from your bench to the active, this attack will be used for only a Grass. It one shots. It one shots. Uh. Uh, Roaring Moon. Yep. And uh, while it doesn't one shot uh anything else, or it doesn't one shot Zard. It's still very funny. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, do you want to know what the other meme I said for this deck was specifically? What? This was the meme of, uh, and I think you shared it in the group chat, remember, was, uh, quick, quick, somebody call an ambulance, but not for me! Yeah. Like, just, just... Like, someone, uh, on a, in a comment on, like, I think Pokey Beach made a comment of, uh, Mew just doesn't die. And it was like, yep, Mew, or it was like, rotation will come. Rotation always comes from blood. Yeah. We're gonna talk um, about 82nd and 85th. 82nd and 85th. A second... Oh, yep. Uh, Zorobox. I can't believe this is a deck. Uh, yeah, four, four, four Phantom Transformations, uh, Zorark. Two Ralts, or three Ralts, three Curlia, one, one Buddy Catch Glade, one Scyther, two Punishing Scissors, Scizor, one Cleavor, one Jirachi, one Manaphy, one Squ... <laughs> one Squo Villain... <laughs> One Hisuian Basca Legion, one Slowbro, one Jolteon, one Mightyena, four Ayano, two Arizu, two Cynthia's Ambition, one Raihan, one Miriam, four Ultra, four Level, two Superod, two Countercatcher, one Earth Vessel, three Artisone, four Reversal, and four Metal Energy. Is it finally Zorark's time to shine, Ryan? No. I know. I just wanted to say. It's. It's the boys' time to shine. 85th. Cloth! Cloth. When I'm sitting in my room, or whatever I was doing this day, and I just see Cloth is on stream. I repeat, Cloth is on stream. I'm thinking, who in their right mind is playing Clothy X? Like, I'm not thinking Baby Cloth. But yep. when I put it on, and I saw Baby Cloth, I was like, oh, this makes way much more sense. Yep. Uh, four Cloth, three Hisuian Electrode, V, three Brute Bonnet, two, two Bibberol, one Hisuian Hissu Sneasler, one Squawkabilly, four Boss, three Arvin, two Ayano, two Bruno, four VIP Pass, four Ultra Ball, four Spicy Seasoned Curry, <laughs> uh, three Nest Ball, two Switch Card, two Rope, one Super Rod, three Ancient Booster Energy Capsule, Two four seal stone, three town store, one clap statement, four DTE. Uh, I will be the first to say this deck is not good. But also, caveat, I also just don't like special condition reliant decks. And this is the mo this is the biggest one we've had in a long time. No, Butterfree was pretty big. <laughs> was it really though? I mean, it was three different conditions for one attack. Was it really, though? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah. <sighs> Cloth. Uh, by the way, highest. Uh, Lugia was uh, Jose Paez in 80th. Uh, no Iron Hands, which is very interesting. Uh, highest. Here's one we need to talk about. 90th. Pedro Bandiera with Roaring Moon. Was that now, really the highest Roaring Moon? That was the That's highest crazy. Roaring Moon. So, so this is the thing. So, with with that being said, we're go like further going down the lists. There are no other like different or weird decks for the most part. Okay. So, early impressions of the meta at the highest level. I think we can both probably honestly like honestly say. 
Roaring Moon is extremely underwhelming right now. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect it to win LAIC, not even close, but I expected to see at least, like, a couple with, like, top 64. Right? I mean... Eh. <laughs> you're not... You're not really... playing a deck that's fast. In my opinion. that This deck is not fast. I I suppose it's like Roaring Moon is going to be one of those decks that the best players will be really good at it, but it's it's like deceptively harder than I think people realize. Yeah, because like that first weekend, that at least for like when I went to Sunshine, that first weekend there were like at least five or six Roaring Moons. Only one of them like got three uh three one or better. Like yeah, the deck I mean, is, the deck is good. I just don't trust it right now. I mean, ultimately, you can use the attack two times if you're lucky to get two knockouts. Yeah, and I mean, and the other issue I have with it, which is uh, the other issue I have with it is that uh, you know, it uses Pokey Stop. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it, Ryan. I know you do. Uh, but that that was LEIC. I mean, very fun tournament to watch. I, as much as we bitch and moan about like older formats and newer ones and all this other stuff, I am pers- like right where where we are right now. I am personally loving this. I think it's very fun. I think it's very diverse. And like, am I gonna get sick of it after a while? Well, of course, that's every format. But like right now, I'm I'm just enjoying it. Yeah. And I also think we're still early enough for like a lot of the really good stuff. Like like I don't think Iron Valiant is is fully realized yet. I don't think Roaring Moon's fully realized. I think I think it's just gonna get better. Yeah. Oh, it... oh so that reminds me of something. Uh, I got I got reminded of this because me and uh Brandon were talking about it. Ryan. What? Uh, I I want to tell you about a psychopath build of Maridon that got thirteenth at LAIC. Okay. Okay. Don't don't look at it. Just let me tell you what it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, two Maridon, two Raikou, two Iron Hands. Nothing. Okay, it's a little weird, but nothing crazy. Two Mareep, two Flaffy, two Squawkabilly, one Raichu, one Zapdos. Uh, one Luminion V. Three Arvin, two Boss, one Research, one Peony. I bet you forgot about that card. One Raihan, four Generator, four Ultra Ball, two VIP Pass, two Escape Ropes, uh, two Switch, two Forest Seal Stone, one Bravery Charm, three Beach Court, and eighteen <laughs> Lightning Energy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a psycho build. That's too much. That it absolutely is. And I told Brandon about this at, at work today. He's like, I gotta try that. I'm like, no, no, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I'm like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but you you know what it was also kind of a small surprise for this day too. What? Now, I don't know exactly the numbers, but uh no Goldingo 
in day two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised, uh, you know, everyone was hyping this deck up and then nothing. Yep. It, it, it's, it's, just, it's just not that good, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, wa- uh, that was LAIC, at least the results part. Uh, before we move on, I do want to shout out uh, one of our locals, or two of them if I can find the other one. Uh, where did you go, you son of a bitch? Um, oh, in uh, 68th place, Justin Brothers playing Maridon. Congrats, bro. Uh, happy to see you're doing well. Uh, he's one of the the Tampa boys. Yeah. So congrats, dude. It's always it's always good to see uh our locals do well. Uh, but yeah, you ready to talk about the other news of the weekend? Yeah. Okay. For those that don't know, um, uh, uh, famous, very well known, possibly one of the one of the best players alive today, Tord Reklev, was disqualified in round I think it was twelve. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was eight two one what happened. Round, round eleven. Oh it was eleven? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Tord Reklev was disqualified for slow play. Now, if you read his tweets, if you read what his opponents were saying or what several people were saying, it seemed now I'm not going to uh, like call for bashing of the of the of the judges or any of the event staff because God knows they already got enough from this uh, event. Um, but yeah, people were very divided over this. Now, you have the people that like will always defend Tord, and also, like, many people were like, Tord didn't play that slow, his pace of play was fine, etc., etc. But then there's the the people that have been dogging on Tord since probably before Worlds, I think is when all this started. Or at least, like, since he started playing Guardi especially. Yeah. Is his accusations of slow playing. Now, slow playing has obviously been a very, like, touchy subjects in the community recently, and I've seen like multiple Twitter threads and twitlongers of like people calling out their opponents for slow playing, or like the judges being like vultures and hawks like calling slow play even if they don't care, you know? Now, my general philosophy on slow play and how I feel about it is like I will generally not call people on slow play, uh, because like the 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 touchy subject with slow playing, especially with like, uh, with a deck like Guardi, is you have so many game actions that you kind of can't help but take a little bit of extra time. It you just can't, it's just how it is. You can't help it, you know. Yeah. Now, I now that also caveats that also can lead to some issues where. Oh, um, uh, I know this deck takes a lot of game action, so I'm going to intentionally play slower. And people do do that. Just the 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 thing you have to worry about is like, if it's generally longer than say like thirty seconds, if it's like once or twice as you go on, I I'm not going to call anything, you know. Yep. But if it's like 
multiple times that you're you you're doing like thirty seconds. I'm gonna refinement. Thirty seconds go by. Oh, I'm gonna refinement uh, the second time. Thirty seconds. I'm gonna evolve. Then I'm gonna call you out. Yeah, because that is absolutely intentionally slow playing. And the thing is that like, unfortunately, Pokemon's like how we play is very flawed, and people. Some people are willing, or not willing, but they are actively, like, taking advantage of that. Yeah, and the official ruling for uh, his disqualification was under major unsporting conduct. It's characterized by behavior that displays a lack of respect or consideration for fair play or for the enjoyment of others in attendance. During a match, a player makes legal plays that have no effect on the game in progress or plays unreasonably slowly in order to manipulate the time remaining in the match. So, was his disqualification justified? In my opinion, no. Because you're playing against... The match he was playing against, I believe he was playing against one of the slowest decks that you could play against. Um... Because I think he was playing against Snorlax Stall, if I remember correctly. I I actually think I saw this wait that tweet from the opponent. I think it was was it Chan Pao? No, I don't remember. But yeah, continue. Uh, but whatever. But I mean, his opponent even says our game felt completely fine before the judges pulled you out of it game one went kind of long but that's just how guardy vs lost tina goes at no point in our set did i ever feel like you were taking advantage of the clock i'm sorry this happened to you uh spoke to both his day two opponents he won 2-0 into guardy mirror round one with 15 minute remaining his round two opponent said toward one game one and was about to win game two by landslide with 15 minutes left when some judges came and took him away both said he was not playing slow i mean when you're when their own opponents are saying that their pace of play is fine and the judges are sitting there saying no it's not uh i i think there's a problem here because then it just sounds like People are out for blood. It, exactly. Like that's the, uh, that that's just the whole thing of this of it. It's just like like give people a break. Or and and that's the thing. Like I think this is more so just people going after Tord specifically because of like does he play slower? Yes, but like I said, uh, it is a generally harder deck to play. And there's a lot of things to think about. You know what I mean? And the bit... Again, I'm... Like, I have played against people who intentionally slow played. And I've been seeing... Like I said, from this specific... um, This specific... What's it called? Uh, tournament. I saw several instances uh, talking about uh, people like their opponents telling them, hey, can you speed it up? And then when they actually move faster, they get a judge called on them. And there's like several people looking like up who are around. They're like, no, he was playing fine. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's just a whole, like, it's just a whole issue with the whole slow playing thing. Again, is it, a, is it an actual problem? Absolutely. It is. 
but don't like go after witch hunts people, you know? Um, I yeah. <laughs> That's just how it be sometimes, unfortunately. And uh I I, I guess that's it. Unless yeah. you guys unless No, you guys I mean it I I just been reading a lot of things that people just have had bad experiences and at uh the Latin America International Championships like now oh, yeah. and in the past and everything like that. It's like a lot of problems always rise there and a it's... lot of people have problems with the judges there and which uh, judges need to be held to more of a higher standard than the players and uh, that's why if you literally have a problem with a judge you need to put in a support ticket to TPCI like I, the, they, <laughs> okay that's another thing actually I want to say so regarding don't don't do fucking witch hunts don't uh, go after so a lot of people, like you and me were talking about, like you were just mentioning, a lot of people had had and slash have issues with uh, Copag, the people who run, uh, the people who run LEIC, and a lot of people, in my opinion, unfairly so, were calling for the end of LEIC to replace it with uh, OCIC again. Purely because of now, is Copag like a good uh, PO? I will not speak on it because I've never used them. You know what I mean? Yep. However, like there were so many people calling for like the the abolition or like the the the, the like the dissolvement of LEIC because of this past weekend, and I'm like, guys, like like say all you will about Copag, but like. South America is a, a huge uh, place for Pokemon. Yeah, and no offense to Oceana or anything like that, but there's not a big turnout at Oceana ever. There, there never is. Like, like the, the <laughs> meme of like of like uh, Oceania regionals being just uh, a big, giant cup, big cups. <laughs> yeah, is real. Yeah, and, like no one goes to Australia. Uh. One, because it's expensive, and two, the turnout just isn't good, in my opinion. I mean... Absolutely. And, uh, like, there's other issues, like, I saw someone uh, talking about, uh, like, I guess there's a QR code that you have to scan if you're an international player. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Well, so, apparently this has been a thing for a while. I don't know why people are now making a big deal about it. Um, I personally kind of understand because it's like, if you're not from there, it's a lot easier to scan that so they can talk to you or they, they can like send it to you or like the information so you can uh, get it with no issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of people were like like on their butts. I'm like, why? It's really not that bad. Okay, so let's, let's uh, give you an example. Uh, OCIC 2023, 528 players. And then the OCIC before that was 2020, 405 players. Uh, OCIC 2018, 333 players. OCIC 2017, 274 players. Like, I mean, that when you're not hitting over 1,000 players for an IC, I mean, that's probably why they took it away. Correct. 
Does it suck I'm, for that region? Absolutely. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, Australia also has a hard time enough traveling places to get their points and everything like that. But I mean, when you're getting regionals with 300 le- or less players, like, I mean, 242, 96, 182, 195, 85, 150, 59, 5-9. I mean, that that's ridiculous. For a regional. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome. Just welcome to the re- the reality of Pokemon, my guy. Um, and what what was the other? So it was the, there was the barcode thing. There was the ju- like the Copag in general. What, there, was there anything else that I'm forgetting? I don't think so. Uh, I feel like there probably is, but. Eh, I'm 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 very forgetful, so who knows? Uh, and yeah, that was LAIC. That was the first impression of this new format. Uh, we have two more regionals this weekend. Uh, uh, fucking uh, Gdansk in Poland and Brisbane over in Australia. Uh, and then we got Stuttgart, and then hey, Ryan, a regional you're going to San Antonio in two weeks. Yeah. Wish I could join you, but uh, well, life. Weeks. You know what I mean. Like I said, <clears throat> wish I could join you, but life. Um, and I guess small little local announcements. If you're in the Florida area and you would like to come, uh, Nerdy Needs in Brandon is doing a cup on Saturday, and uh, Sunshine. Uh, Sunshine Games is doing a cup on Sunday. Myself and Ryan will be at that cup along with a few of our other friends. And then uh, next weekend, Saturday, there's a cup at Cool Comics in Cape Coral, and then Sunday, my cup at Dark Side in Sarasota. I December wish 3rd. I could go. I'm so mad I can't. Eh, you're not gonna miss much. I know I'm not, but uh, yeah, no, I I, I tried. Uh, I tried to go. By the or I tried to see if I could get that extra day off. Uh, for the third, yeah, I can't unfortunately. Rip. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I think that's it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I I guess some little uh, some little extra notes for outside. Uh, I guess before we sign off for the night, uh, I I hope and I wish everybody a happy and safe Thanksgiving for those of you who are in the states, for those of you who are not. Uh. A happy Thursday and a, a safe weekend. Uh, I, could, I just obviously thank you guys for supporting us through our very crazy, weird schedule. Like Ryan said, we're both adults. This is not our full-time job. We do this because we love the game and we're... In, for some reason, we can't stand each other in person, so we thought doing this in a Discord call would make it any less insufferable, and we were both wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I say that with love. Um... But yeah, like hap, hap, uh, be safe, everyone. Don't uh, don't do anything stupid. And in the words of of my one of my favorite memes of all time, uh, here's your safety brief for the weekend. Don't uh, don't add to the population. Don't subtract to the population. Uh, do not end up in in jail, the newspaper, or or in the hospital. If you if you end up in jail, have uh, established on quickly. Have a good weekend. Um. And yeah, for the, for myself, for Ryan, for everybody else down here in in Sarasota and Florida, uh, this has been Escrow Key Pokefets for this 
time. I can't even say week because we don't do weekly anymore. Yeah. Uh, talk to you guys <laughs> later. Peace. And this is Ryan. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. See you next time. Lieutenant Dan has no legs.